welcome to season four, episode two of A Vivid Void. The name of this episode is A Broader Spectrum. Now, I don't know what's going on with my Instagram, but I was trying to advertise it, but it wasn't trying to let me post. But I digress. So, the episode is called uh, A Broader Spectrum. And I always like to give, you know, a definition. The definition of a broad spectrum is a range of many different kinds. Now, I chose the, this title because as many other people that, you know, um, apply certain things to their life and because of, I guess, my theme for the season, I just wanted to give you guys a, a better understanding of how crazy my life was last year. Um, after what happened to my daughter, um, we were uprooted. So, along with dealing with what happened, losing our home, um, a lot of emotions going crazy. Um, everything was, I was focused on my daughter. And it had me, like, losing my mind. Like, I'm so super worried about her. Like, what's going on? You know, what do you expect? I started to look at different ways that, you know, I can get her to open up. And then I'm dealing with my younger children because sometimes younger children, they can, sometimes they can't deal with change. My son started having a lot of issues, lashing out in school because he wasn't used to seeing his dad and his mom apart. He's used to having all his family under one roof. And kids are smarter than you think. He just wasn't hanging with me at all. It sucked. But along with being uprooted, you know, different environments. So us being at multiple hotels, packing, constantly moving, just, it was a lot to digest. Um, I had neglected to take care of myself um, in the first hotel that I was in. No, I'm sorry, this was the second hotel that I was in. I neglected to take care of myself. Um, I passed out feeling of just being scared because I went outside the room to smoke a cigarette. It wasn't a hotel, I'm sorry, it was an inn. I went outside to smoke a cigarette and it was February 14th. Um, I went outside to smoke a cigarette. I collapsed and I knew that eventually 
this pain and find its way out but I didn't think it would be in a physical sense um, and I just remember in my, my mind that my kids didn't need me they were laying right there on the bed um, the door was closed my hands were shaking um, it was freezing outside and all I kept just thinking was oh my god my kids need Father, please help me get up. And every bit of energy that I had, I couldn't stop my hands from shaking. I couldn't stop my eyes from closing, but I still was trying to guide my way to put the key in the door. And with my strength, I did it. Got up. Cook got up. And passed out on the bed. While I'm laying there, I'm, I'm sweating bullets, and I never sweat. Sweating bullets. Um, my body is just still shaking. I'm cold because I was out there for a while, and I was thinking that you know somebody come help me because this camera wasn't good, you know. Um, just was laid there. And my eyes started to close. I was just hoping that this wasn't going to be me leaving my children, especially not my son. Everything was just so crazy. Um, him working long. We just couldn't see see eye to eye because he's stuck in the middle of it. With his family, his wife, his children. I totally neglected, you know, how he was feeling because I'm just enraged. <laughs> Betrayed. I just had so many different feelings. And then I went to the third hotel third hotel was where was this at Beltsville if I'm not mistaken and my son got kicked out of school because of his behavior he was just very he was just angry he was really angry he was just lashing out at school and um told me I had to transfer him so I had to go through all of that um then taking a long drive from this with a marble it was just so much and then coping with virtual learning they did give us an option for the downstairs to do the education room uh, which I took the other day and some time alone with myself and sometimes I just laid there and cried to turn in, um, projects to complete, and I was just overwhelmed, court date to attend, I was just completely overwhelmed, and I had to take medicine, I was just so, I was very emotional, and then I had this experience that being accused of something it seems like they're already saying you're guilty all these accusations and getting denied good ass jobs because I'm, I'm about to be a graduate I'm applying to numerous jobs and they offer me a job they want to back on check their CVs horrible charges and they're like even after me trying to explain but 
I do want let, to let anybody know that's listening, and this is really true. If a company denies you a job for a pending case, you can see them. Um, I missed out on about 17 jobs, and I'm putting together a big lawsuit because this, the way they treat people, is is crazy. And I, I wasn't even a criminal. And I'm like, damn, so people that actually do get convicted, imagine how they're treated, how hard it is for them to get a job. And it's unfair. So I saw a lot of different uh, point of views, um, stepping in different people's shoes, like how they, you know, things they're going through. And I just couldn't center myself at all. I mean, it's support was obsolete I cut myself off from everybody I didn't want to talk and even the podcasts that I did like before I didn't even release them because I was had too much on my mind I couldn't advertise my book my book came out last year I couldn't even properly do that because I was just overwhelmed thinking about my job Email me something, and it was like for a long time, everything was just up in the air. And shout out to all the people that were sending me money during those times because no matter the amount, the support made me feel good. It made me feel good. Um, I tried to get them a sense of normalcy, and we had a, a big king size bed in the room. It was a nice little hotel. Um, we had a little futon in there. I would buy little things to make it more homey for the kids. But it was difficult. It still is. But it was difficult. My children asking, you know, it's our house. My younger children, it's our house. Um, my son being kicked out of school after they picked him up early. They refusing to let him back in. Our, the pandemic, the virtual learning. It was so much. It was so much to do. And people don't talk about this much, but the pandemic and all aspects of it, I mean, the quarantine, the different quarantine days, um, all these guidelines changing, and mask mandate, it was so much, so much, like, damn, is anything ever going to be normal ever again? That's all I kept thinking about. And again, me going out, people trying to talk to me. Not really. I wasn't in the mood. Didn't want to do anything. I remember um, this brief moment. I went out and had a drink. My kids had left. They went with their dad. daughter she went over to her grandparents I had a drink and uh, sitting there at the bar I felt normal but then again it felt like I was wearing my scars on the outside of my body so I definitely felt betrayed I sat there and thought 
and then graduation. Had to get my cap and gown. Did not want to graduate. I was like, this is not the time. Because I'm like, you deserve this, you gonna do this. So hard. I was like, I'm not doing this. I don't want I don't want to, they could just send me my stuff. were returning my mail so when they did send um, all my stuff for um, my grade for my cap and gown uh, the, I forgot what it's called they put it was a call shoe I was like oh my god they probably sending it back and I'm like this is so malicious because I know that I'm doing the right thing by my child my children and I have to be punished for it. My children have to be punished for it. Their life has to be altered. Something that they cannot control. And people are so focused on trying to attack the parent that the thought of the kids it just never crosses their mind. How, how would they? How, how, you know how are they gonna be out here? You know, da, 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 da. nobody's thinking about that. Think about the children. daughter used to be so happy when she was younger. Uh, I just used to think about, like, I used to watch her sleep when we were in a hotel. I would watch her sleep, and I just had flashes of her life from the moment I had her to, you know, prior to me getting married. Um, constantly going to her school, I used to throw pizza parties, I'd bring her treats, I'd sit in the class, help the teacher. was a wonderful addition to that class. And thinking about, I remember she was in a something called Pearls and Selfies where she had to dress up. She sang in front of um, some judges. It was beautiful. Like I just thought about all of that. And I, was like, I started to blame myself a lot. Um, other shows we went to did not want to go. Because I said it was too much interactions, too many strangers. We've been through enough. What's up with housing? Like, and it's claimed it wasn't available. Oh, you gotta go through this program to do this. I didn't want to go. So by the end of that stay at that shelter, I got kicked out because this woman swung on me and hit my child, and I beat her ass, and I had to. She actually lucky I didn't let all my rage out. And I'm glad that now that I'm older that I have self-control. Because sometimes people are counting on that loss of self-control for you to ruin the rest of your life. But I don't, I just couldn't understand my husband. Couldn't understand anything. The way he thought mouth, everything was just in gibberish to me because I'm just like, I hate you because you come from them I hate the way you think, I hate the way you drive I hate the way you walk, I hate the way every, I hate everything and I never thought about what he felt and because I'm such a strong advocate for mental health of course like I said, we are self-serving 
self-preservation for kids or for husbands. I am responsible for these children. And people looking at me outside, I'm like, look at them. Oh, because they think they're looking at me like, oh, she's beautiful. She has a nice body. Oh my God, look at her in that dress. And look at her car. Look at this, look at that. And inside, been through hell my child my children have been through hell and they are my foundation and while they're feeling like this I'm feeling 30 times worse and you know some people say oh you shouldn't you shouldn't talk much your business you no this is healing that's why I never go back and listen to my podcast. You wanna know why? Every podcast is supposed to be me closing the chapter of the day. But you never know what people are going through inside. So just show some decency sometimes. Hold on for bad news. Let's restore humanity, right? Well, that's all I have for this episode. Um, I'll be back next week with some special guests. And um, I know if you haven't, catch up on the latest episodes. And I'll talk back with you guys next week. And thank you for so, so much for your support.